also because nobody listened to these sounds. Uh, even the nurse that should be paying attention, uh, they really uh, they got used to to this kind of droning uh, situation. Because you have to tune it out. Yes, yes, and uh, imagine the mental load to to do that to to tune out the, these kind of sounds, and of course uh, imagine that the poor people that are in the hospital as a patient as well. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. Sound plays a more important role in human behavior and our decision-making than you may realize. In this podcast, I'll help you understand the art and science of sound so you can better influence others in business and your life. I'm your host, Jody Krangel. Let's delve a little deeper. Here's the second part of my conversation with Andrea Chiara. So you went from cars then to non-intrusive sounds. Yeah, so you yeah. were working you were working in intrusive sounds with theater and performance. Very intrusive. Where, <laughs> yeah, but it's an art. Like it's art form and it's supposed to be heard, right? Yes, yes, yes. And yes. then to intrusive like unintrusive stuff. So what got you interested in the less intrusive stuff? Yes. What where uh, did you go? <laughs> uh, but the reason is working with uh, uh automotive uh, sounds uh, mostly for the internal sounds because the the cockpit where you're listening is a source of passive listening for the for the driver very there, much so yeah, yeah plenty of sounds that you uh, receive uh, passively you don't want to you know to put your blinker because you want to listen to the blinker uh, it's, it's true. I mean you yeah. put the blinker you have to to take the sound yeah like That'd be annoying not. for the person behind you. <laughs> yeah, but for, 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 for you as well. Huh? Uh, yeah. and, in, and in fact, uh, when you start to, to work uh, on that, you start to think, oh, okay, I'm doing this sound and some poor person will have to listen to this sound every time, uh, I don't know, he, he, he jumps on the car. So you start making some experiment, like, uh, for instance, uh, some sounds that we made is, you know, the, um, the sound that when you, um, put on the car system, the computer system, there is a, a kind of animation in the little computer. Yes. Yeah. A little sound. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I started to design some of these and I make the experiment to each day listen to this at least once. And after one week, I wanted to kill, uh, my, the sound designer, <laughs> which is myself, you know, yeah. yeah. And, and here I started this uh, long, long uh, reflection on low intrusiveness paradigm, and uh, with my colleague at IRCAM, um, Nicolas Misdaris, he's the head of the sound design department. We started to theorize a little bit, and we created some guidelines. Um, so what to avoid. Uh, to well, when you are creating sounds that have to be listened in a passive way. So uh, what do you want to avoid when you're making such sounds? It's very complex. It's very complex. I'm sure. Uh, uh, first and foremost, you should know the foreground, the, sorry, the background, uh, what's happening in the background uh, of, of your sound. So we, for instance, we use recordings of uh, 
uh, noise inside of the car when you are driving. We, we, we took some recording to understand this kind of brown noise made by... So that by, it functions yes. inside there Exactly. Well. Yeah, yes, okay. yes, because yeah. this is the background. And then an intrusive sound is a sound who emerged from the background in a certain way. So, uh, and he, uh, so you can make a sound emerge and, and, and disappear without, without you realizing. So this is a non-intrusive or almost non-intrusive sound. Or you can make it emerge like this and, and that will be a startling sound. So and, an alarm. Yeah. Yes, for instance. And then you have this kind of uh, hybrid zone where you can really play between intrusiveness, low intrusiveness, or even uh, not realizing uh, that the sound is here. And so it's a, a, a so loudness, of course, the volume is important, of course, but it is not just the volume. There are a series of uh, uh, timbral features. Uh, like, uh, I don't know, the central spectroid, for instance, uh, which is the center of gravity of the sound compared to the background, or uh, the roughness of the sound. The roughness is the small vibrations in amplitude, like this, compared always to the, to the background. Uh, the skewness is another spectral feature, is the, uh, if the sound, uh, if this is the center of the sound, the skewness is where the other frequencies are balanced, if are to the high or to the low, for instance. And so if you control all these factors, you can really place a sound in a kind of uh, uh, ideal position to be heard without aggress. Uh, then there are memory factors. For instance, uh, uh, I tend to avoid musical uh, sounds, like uh, sounds where you can sing a pitch, uh, pitched sounds, and even more if they they have a melody, like uh, I don't know the infamous "pidi pidi 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 pidi," which is uh, highly I mean, annoying. <laughs> exactly, yes, because w w when you get some sound like this, uh, it, uh, the sound says you are you are receiving a call basically uh so maybe you just need one event if you each time uh you have a call you receive a, a melody you have parts of your brain that have to recognize the melody um retrieve it from from memory uh catalog okay this is a melody uh, and, and this is all mental fatigue for nothing okay and, and yeah, yeah. And so and uh, and uh, so I tend to avoid completely uh, musical cues uh, uh, because they create uh, unnecessary mental load. Interesting. Yeah. So you have a free download that you're going oh, to yes, let yes, people yes. listening to that are going to be able to experience one of your non-intrusive sounds. So exactly. I love that. I, I love that. So that's to be used on a cell phone. Is yes. that correct? Yes. Yes. Or can it be used in uh, like on a computer? A computer. For yes, your, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it, so anything you want to use it for? Yes. It's a simple sound file. Mm -hmm. And I use for, for the SMS in my case. And uh, is longer than a, than a normal notification sound because uh, it starts very slowly. 
where all notification sound hit you ping with a strong attack. Mine is one like this, and he have uh, he has uh, four little episodes, of which the last is a little louder than the others. If you put it at very uh, low level, you basically uh, it's very strange. You have the sensation that something is happening. And you don't feel the rush to go and check uh, your telephone. I love that. You know yeah. that there, there is this kind of vibration in the atmosphere, you know. Uh, nobody will hear it because uh, nobody is used to, to um, couple these kind of sounds with a, with a telephone. Sometimes it seems a vibration in the, I don't know, in the atmosphere, something like this. And... Uh, uh, I, I, I could not go back to normal sounds. I don't blame you after that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're uh, very you, intrusive after that. Yes, yes. My goodness. Uh, of course, there is a danger that if you are in a noisy environment, uh, you could lose the information. So don't use this kind of sounds uh, if you are, I don't know, expecting an important call or an important message. Well, I guess he wouldn't want to use it for anything that you do actually want to be an alarm. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So this is for one of those sounds that you would just use where you can get to it whenever you want. It's yes. kind of, it's a notification. It's not a, you got to get to this now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So yes. we've talked in this podcast previously about the alarms in hospitals. Oh, and yes. I think that a lot of them should be talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's one of those things where a lot of the alarms in a hospital really don't need to be an alarm. They're a notification. Yeah. So they're there. But yeah, uh, yeah. it gets very loud. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, of course, this is very true. Also, because nobody listened to these sounds. Uh, even the nurse that should be paying attention. Uh, they really, uh, they got used to, to this kind of droning uh, situation. Because you have to tune it out. Yes, yes. And uh, imagine the mental load to, to do that, to, to tune out the, these kind of sounds. And of course, uh, imagine that the poor people that are in the hospital as a patient as well. Um, yeah, not good. Yes, and, and there is something similar uh, in the automotive industry. I don't know if the in the States or in Canada you have it. You know, when you are parking and you have the radar, you have a little beep, 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 beep. Yes, yeah. Uh, well, this is totally unnecessary uh, because uh, you are receiving uh, a few informations. Basically, the car is uh, uh, in four zone or five uh, of proximity to another car, basically. So you need the information that you are switched from a zone to the other, right? So you were in the zone one safe. Now you are in the zone two, a little bit safer. And then the three, attention. Okay. So you, you just need one sound, one well-designed sound that, that tells you, okay, you are switched to, to another zone. You don't need pa -pa 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 all the time. Yeah, the constant. Know, you know? Yeah. And this is another, you know, this kind of uh, um, uh, repetition, uh, this pulsation creates a lot of urgency. There is a, a lot of research about uh, repetition uh, perceived urgency. So you, you got in an uh, alarmed state for nothing. 
Are you looking for ways to improve your company's or podcast's impact? You'd be surprised how powerful the use of an intentional audio branding strategy can be. Want to know more? I have a free downloadable PDF that gives you my five tips for implementing an intentional audio strategy at voiceoversandvocals.com slash audio-branding-strategy. That location does ask to put you on a mailing list just to send you updates on when the new podcasts come out. But if you really don't want to give your email out, I understand. Just contact me directly. My email is all over my website and I'll make sure you get that PDF without needing to sign up anywhere. If you do sign up though, you also get access to a resources section called The Studio, where I have videos, white papers and PDFs, discounts from my guests and snippets of audio from my guests that no one else gets to hear. So maybe it's worth your while, totally up to you. And of course, if you're looking for voiceovers, you can get in touch with me about that too. Now back to the podcast. Yeah, there's a lot of stress in our lives. We do not need to add to it. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> no, no, really, really. I'm, I'm sure that uh, uh, if we arrived to put less intrusive sounds inside the cars, inside the telephones, inside the computers, probably we could diminish a little bit the state of stress of people because like the people in the audiences that I saw in, my, in, in the theater show, uh, that get alarmed because you do something intrusive. This, the same thing happens if you are driving or using a phone. You, you, even if you are very smart, very intelligent, your, um, primeval brain got excited, uh, anxious yeah. because of certain sonic cues. We all have a lizard brain. Absolutely. Definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So along those lines, I'm curious about something because I know you've you've kind of switched from making intrusive sounds and art sounds to making unintrusive sounds. Did that happen because of the pandemic or did you Not do this before? before? Before, Or do you think it's helped since the pandemic? Have there been changes in your approach to this since the pandemic? Um, no, no. Uh, so uh, the the research on low intrusiveness uh, for me is is from from before, um, and the pandemic didn't really um, create um, particular interest in that. Uh, on the contrary, what uh, I really discovered during the pandemic is the possibilities of uh, remote work in audio. Yes. Uh, we, we, with the car industry, and then we did an installation with IRCAM, uh, you know, um, with Taiwan. And with, in, in both cases, very complex uh, sonic uh, scenes, because uh, we, we work on, on car sounds at distance. And uh, in both cases, we use the uh, artificial head to transmit uh, um, sonic sensation from Taiwan to Italy or from France to Italy. I used the uh, simulation using binaural stuff with the IRCAM software to to make simulations. And I think that uh, we, we made incredible things without being in person. Um, so less travel, less time passed in so airports. Yes, yeah. yes. And, and recently, uh, I saw this installation I made with Taiwan. They came to Paris. So I saw it for the first time in real. And uh, basically, I, I think that or at least 95% um, of the this kind of remote work 
was exactly the same thing of uh, the, the real performance plus uh, 5% of the sensation of being in the space with people, with the, uh, the visual uh, sensation that, of course, this is less, less easy to communicate. And, yeah. same, and same with the cars. Mm -hmm. um, now I'm really used to receive uh, binaural recordings of the cars and, and, and then when I see the real car, I'm not surprised. It's really... Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that it's worked out. Actually, it's the same thing for voiceovers, I have to say. I mean, I had a booth since 2013, I think, mm -hmm. something like that. So I've had a home studio way okay. before that. But I, you know, I've had a really good home studio for a while. And it was hard for me to get the local city on board to not having me need to drive into there yes. to do a session because I don't need to anymore. There's no reason to have the voice actor there. Yes, yes. You, you can have the client there. You can have the studio still booked and yeah. everybody there, but I'm, I would just be standing in a booth. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and so you send them uh, your sound live? Uh, yes. And, and you record uh, at the same time? Uh... Yep. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. in a session. It's with a program called Source Connect. Okay. And Source Connect records from me on my end and sends the, the signal to them on their end. Okay. Their uh, engineer can mix and master it all and put it all together with the picture that they're looking at on their end. It's it's all exactly. fantastic. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, this is this has been going on for a long time. Don't get me wrong. That okay. actually that aspect has been happening for a while, but relying on it entirely i think was something that a lot of people didn't want to do until the pandemic came and everything closed down and the studios were closed i mean and then their engineers had to do all of it from home yes 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 because <laughs> advertising doesn't stop <laughs> as yes, you yes. as you well know <laughs> so yeah so it was it was interesting to see the the light bulbs go on and people be okay with yes, it yes. you know that yeah. there is something we did uh, we did this so we were checking uh sounds for the interior of the car and this is an, another family of sounds which is not really really developed is uh so, some kind of sound augmentation for the driver so you drive and okay. you have a kind of engine sound uh, inside. So I was in Italy and the other guys were in France. We were live. So I would have a live feed from their car where I could uh, listen to their internal sounds live. They were at the same time recording um, in a, with a, again with an artificial head. Uh, so by binaural etc. So um, I could tell to them now. Can you go from zero to thirty uh, very fast? And I listen and they record, and then I can say, okay, now go outside and go sixty-five uh, for a little bit. So and I had a direct feedback. Maybe I could also say, okay, now you take the first channel and I don't know take down three decibel stuff like this and you know without having to travel to to pollute the air with the uh, planes etc as well yeah yeah 
the uh, the footprint <clears throat> is a lot lower, definitely these days in a lot of places. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we did. We, we, I, th I don't know, but I don't know if we were on Skype or Zoom, something like this, without any complex systems. Uh, yeah, it's fascinating how it can yeah. work. And and even Zoom since the pandemic has gotten a lot better. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, there's there's a ton that's being done now that can be done remotely. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really fascinating to see how sound is factoring into all of that because the sound transmission is getting better. That was part of what Zoom in yes. increased their capabilities with. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so it's it's been really interesting to see the progression, but um, but I'm glad to hear that you are on the case in the cars because they <laughs> definitely need the help. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is a good thing. <laughs> yes, uh, I think that uh, you know you know the the phenomenon of road rage. Uh, probably you know a little bit of this could be really changed with with a. A sonic atmosphere inside of the car, less aggressive, definitely. less stressing. Mm. Yeah, definitely, I agree. And and I sort of want to end on this note a little bit. I have one more question after this that I want to ask you, but but I want to ask you why you think sound is important, <gasps> because I know it's a big question, <laughs> but but you know I I I always like to find out from people why sound is important in mm. their environment, in their world, in, you know, um, uh, because there's so many different answers. Yes, yes. And not one of them is right or wrong. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, for me, uh, uh, you know, um, the, the, the principal fact is that we are constantly listening to our environment. We Very cannot true. stop to listen. We are totally passive. So, uh, Every every little bit of sound that happens has a profound in influence in in our auditory system that we can be conscious of or not. So you know, when we create sounds, we should be very careful of uh, what we do. Mostly when we do sounds that uh, are listened in a passive way. Music is another thing um, it would be beautiful if everybody really choose music uh, to be really uh, aggressive by i listen to music because i want to be extracted from this world and, and go in another universe you know and this is how i my, my way of listening to music is this uh, headphone or big system and i mm -hmm. bye bye guys See you in half an hour. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. Mars. Ciao. Don't 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 call me. Don't do nothing. I go away for a little bit. And uh, but I realized that not everybody has this idea of sound because there is a lot of kind of um, uh, you know background music uh, that is uh, a little bit intrusive uh, uh, and that just covers. Uh, the the uh, everyday sounds and people need that for like put a kind of uh, paint on on the everyday sound to 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 be less scared of uh, the sonic world and in fact the sonic world is scary 
uh, we are scared animals, and uh, the I don't know who said that the that the hearing is the organ of fear. So interesting. Uh, ma maybe it was Nietzsche. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, um, it and, definitely makes us feel. Yes, that's yes, that's yes. the truth. We, yeah. we are we are scared animals. So every little sound that we don't want to to listen to is scary. Yeah, it's a really interesting point yeah. that you raise that we need to be very conscious of the sound that we put into the world because yes. that's it it's it needs to be conscious because it can hurt or it can help. Yes, and yes. Yeah. But and, I, yeah, anyway, I, it's not that I stopped to do traditional intrusive music. I still mm -hmm. do that. Uh but I try So art. Y yes, yes, but I mm -hmm. try to to really to to nail the form and the form is not made only by music but also by words that how it's presented uh, what is the visual and so i'm trying to focus on doing something that musically is really intrusive but in some design is the opposite and i try to be really extreme like polarized like uh, black or white where everyone says that uh, you should be in the gray no for me this should be really polarized that's perfectly fine yeah you're getting the best of both worlds i think that's fantastic yeah, yeah. yeah. they they, so they say what, yeah mm -hmm. they say that it's not sane to be so polarized but uh, in this case uh, i want to be unsane that's insane. that is totally fine that's totally fine I really appreciate you being here. Know anyone that you think would make a great guest for this podcast? Someone who works in sound on behalf of clients? Please do get in touch. I'd love to hear about them. Your recommendations are always super helpful. And now back to the show. So what is it that you're working on now? Are you, uh, is there anything that you can talk about? Or? Yeah, well, now I'm, I'm doing two uh, projects for two uh, sub-brands of Renault. Dacia and Alpine. So one is uh, um, this kind of off-road vehicles, big, sturdy. Okay. And Alpine is a super sport, uh, beautiful cars. Uh, okay, and, so they are going the sport route. Okay. Yes, but uh, um, in the electric uh, part. And then I'm collaborating with the University of Genova, where there is a beautiful department, which is called uh, Casa Paganini. And the director is uh, Antonio Camuri, which is a great scientist about uh, movement, qualities of movements, and uh, biomechanics, and the computer science. And we we did several uh, projects. We did one very interesting with the Ospedale, Ospedale Galliera for, for older people, with another important uh, doctor for older people. Uh, Alberto Pilotto. We did a, a great project for some kind of sonification of uh, slow movements for elderly people, for people at risk of frailty. And now we are on a project uh, for studying how uh, polluted urban soundscapes uh, influence the quality of movement. So Interesting. how your ability to be in balance, to be uh, fluid in movement can be uh, uh, disturbed by hearing sounds with a lot of roughness, for instance, or with a big uh, spectral contrast from the background. 
and we are we just started uh, this summer yeah so, we, so sound really matters in a lot of different ways yes 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 fascinating yes. yeah yes, yes. that's really interesting i'll look yes. forward to hearing more about that particular study because i think uh, that will be that'll be a good thing for people to know <laughs> uh, yes because because there are researchers about uh, they 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 um they capture the muscular tension with some captors and they notice that if you hear an intrusive sounds your muscles have a little uh, they tense rigid, yeah and yeah. The, the skin uh, becomes more electric uh, and your heart rate goes down a little bit because uh, you are uh, you pay attention and then goes up after uh, stuff like this but uh, i think there is not really some experiment to see how your ability for instance to stay in 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 balance gets disrupted disrupted by uh, an intrusive sound and for instance if you try to stay in balance you have to be very concentrated and if some sound really hurts you like like this you you are li um, likely to to lose your balance so we, we are going to explore that it's a really a big uh, uh, now mystery for the moment we don't know if we will find something interesting or not but we'll try to do and we find sure. the thing I kind of feel sorry for your subjects. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now there are some ethical uh, committees that have to approve the. You you cannot do the, the good old experiments they did in, in the seventies. Oh yeah, you can't get away with that anymore. No, 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 no. no, no. You, have, you have to to be careful now. Uh, yes, the levels cannot be uh, too strong, uh, and the experimental condition have to be really controlled. Uh, well, it means less if it's not controlled, right? You want the controlled yeah. experiment so that you really know what you've got. <laughs> yes. The problem is that normally, so it's me who has to do the, the real uh, guinea pig. I mean, f with me, the, we, I, I can try the, the hard stuff. So I, <laughs> you can do it on yourself. Okay. I, Just be only... careful. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Okay. <laughs> well, hopefully it won't be too startling. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, uh, I don't know. It's uh, I mean, if you are looking for something and you're really passionate, uh, um, you do it. I well, know. yes. Just, just be careful. Just don't, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I want to find. So, I want to find the, the center of things. That's yes. Yeah. That's a a, a good <laughs> objective. Definitely. So, so how can people get in touch with you if they would like to do that? Um, I I have a horrible website. Really. <laughs> It's an incredibly ho horrendous website. It's one HTML page, one page, which then sends to the Wikipedia, to my YouTube. Uh, oh, to and, definitely, to uh, different places. Okay. Yes, and, yeah. and there is the email if you... I'm a disaster at, at communication. Okay, so just your name and .com, is that it? Uh, Andrea Cer. Uh, it's C-E-R-A, just so people are aware. Yeah. AndreaCera.info. Okay, .info. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. This was fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. And you, uh, we will definitely be in touch. Yes. Cool. Excellent. Thank you very much. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, 
why not tell a friend about this podcast? It's available in all the usual locations. Until next time. <laughs>